bit of talking over. I didn't realize that you could actually hear us over the music. <laughs> but uh, you can. Josh tells me the whole time I'm sitting there kind of talking throughout, he's just going to cut it out. I think you probably heard my voice more than yours. Anyway, you know who this is. It's two men in a Bible. I'm David. And then as always, there's the other guy. Josh. Josh and his high voice. <laughs> Sorry. How's it going, Josh? It's going good, man. It's going real good. How you doing? Uh, you know. Yeah? I'm just doing my thing. Doing your thing. Getting so busy. Yeah? There's so much to do all the time. I agree. I hear you. I mean, life is just a busy thing. I mean, we've, we were apologizing for last week when we couldn't be out there and doing our... Yeah. Being more committed to a weekly kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of stuff coming up. Yeah. And... Uh, I mean, how, how's it looking for you? Are you real busy at home? Yeah, no, it's it's insane. We're, you know, we're getting into halfway through second semester, so now it's time to start prepping the finals. It's start to getting, you know, f- end of year grades prepped, and and you know, with five different classes, there's five different finals and everything else. You know, my wife's in the middle of doing that as well. Um, you know, my my family was in town for a little while because um, of my birthday last week, so. You know, so it was spending. And how old were you again? I was thirty. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, so but you're still thirty, huh? I'm still thirty. I'm, I'm right. still I'm still good. thirty, which is good. Yeah, you survived I'm, another week. Woo-woo! I'm hoping that I can stay thirty for maybe another eleven and a half months. You yeah, know? we'll see. Maybe 12. we'll see. Lord so, willing. Yeah, but yeah, it was. It's been insanely busy. You know, it's been hard to kind of find the time to slow down. Yeah. So, so I'm glad well, that we're here doing this. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're in luck. I am because this week. I chose a verse from Haggai. Okay. And guess what it's all about? Falafel. No, because <laughs> I don't believe falafels were around back then. I could be wrong. You never know. But it's all about busyness. Nice. And what have we just been talking about? Being busy. How busy we are. Jeez. So I thought this would be a good time for us to talk about busyness. I like it. I so, like it. With your permission, folks, I would like to read Haggai chapter 1, verses 5 through 9. So it's a little bit of a long one, and I don't read so well, so buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy, study or you ride. All righty, here we go. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies say. Look at what's happened to you. You have planted much, but harvest little. You eat, but are not satisfied. You drink, but are still thirsty. You put on clothes, but cannot keep warm. Your wages disappear as though you are putting them into your pockets filled with holes. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies say. Look at what's happened to you. Now go up into the hills, bring down timber, and rebuild my house. Then I will take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You hope for rich harvests, but they were poor. And when you brought your harvest home, I blew it away. Why? Because my house lies in ruins, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. While all, sorry, while all of you are busy building your own fine houses. Whew, sorry, it was a little lengthy for me. No, but it was. Plus, good. I don't have my glasses on. It was. But not like they make you read any better. But anyway, I like this verse. Mm-hmm. Josh, do you like this verse? I do. I do. Like what do you? Verse. What What about it? Do you like? Um, I, you know, for me, I, I tend to look into the deeper un- meaning in all these verses, you know, the ones that we go into. So I, for me, what kind of stood out is 
I kind of felt like it resonating with kind of the way that I do things, um, which is which is sad. But you know, I want to be truthful and I want to be open. But just the whole, uh, you know, you put money into a purse with holes in it. You know, you spend your money almost as much as fast as you make it. You know, and and I'd like to say that that's just because of society. You know, rent's expensive, gas is expensive, car insurance, car payments, you know, you know, groceries are expensive. But at the same time, you know, Lauren and I have gotten accustomed to being able to go do certain things. You know, going out to the movies is expensive. You know, going out to dinner one night a week, which she wants us to do because it's a good night for us to have date night and to just be us. And we do that, you know, but we, we you know, sometimes have to try to find cheaper ways of doing that. Sure. You know, we get... I like this because it, it kind of just speaks to what the world is in the middle of. We're spending so much time trying to build that bigger, better house for ourselves that we're forgetting all about building the kingdom of heaven. We're trying to build our own home and not God's home. Sure. You know? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I was dwelling on this a little bit and thinking how a lot of times, you know, I wake up and when I pray to the Lord on my drive in to work i'm always like god bless me today and help me with everything i have to do and it's sad because all the things that i have to do are things that i've lined myself up with Hmm. you know i need to go to work to pay the bills so that we can pay you know all those ongoing bills or you know to buy groceries provide for my family things like that Help me tonight as I go over and podcast with Josh. Help me tonight as I go to the gym, work out with Josh. Help me to do all this and that and everything else that I've planned for my life. Whereas here, it's pretty clear that God says, I woke you up today for a reason, to build up my kingdom, to honor me, glorify me, your maker. I built you with a purpose, not so that you could fill your life up with a bunch of things and your own agendas. And... I always feel conflicted when I read something like this because I'm like, I do fill my life up with my own agendas. You know, I have career aspirations. I have goals for my family. I'd like to live in a bigger home. I'd like to have a car that is going to, that I'm not worried is not going to make it to the end of the month or end of the week or end of the year, you know, and it's materialism, you know, we all get in there. And then of course, living in South Orange County where, it's everywhere. You see everybody having nice new things. You know, you walk in and someone's got one of those brand new big fat pancake iPads or something like that. You know, hey, wow, that looks great. I want one of those, right? They look cool. But it's it's nice to work hard and to be rewarded. But it's I think it's better to work hard and have a different type of reward. I mean, how much more rewarding is it when you've kind of gone out of your way to help someone who needed it that you didn't plan on going to help. Maybe you were out at the grocery store and you see an old woman who's trying to load some groceries into her car or needs some assistance doing something. And you just, excuse me, ma'am, can I help you with that? Or that looks a little big. Can I pick it up and, you know, help you put those away or vice versa? I mean, one quick example, I was at my condo back before I was married. There was a gal Single gal living in an apartment. And I know what you're thinking. Single guy, single gal. No, 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 no. I was dating my wife at the time. But she was trying. She had just gone to Costco. She had one of those big, huge things of toilet paper. 
And, you know, those suckers are huge. I mean, that's a handful in itself. You're not picking up anything else if you have that. And, you know, that's even for me. I'm a pretty broad guy with, you know, long arm span. But she had that and she had a few other things. She was trying to get it all the way back to her condo in one trip. And she's dropping stuff trying to do it. So I run over there. Excuse me, ma'am. Can I help you? I pick up the big toilet paper thing, put it up on my shoulder and grab a couple other items. Walk her over there. Drop it off. Have a wonderful day. Walk away. No strings attached to anything like that. And I felt a hundred times better because what I was showing her, what God would want us to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it feels way better than going out and getting a new toy or something like that. Because that's something inside that, you know, I'll, I still remember and I can still feel the joy. Whereas, you know, the iPad I bought, the iPad 3 from several, four years ago. I could really care less if I come home and if it's working now because, you know, those things get old and they, 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 you know, they're replaceable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. And, I mean, that's that's one of those things, too, where I have to, you know, humble myself in that aspect because I'm one of those people that, you know, hey, there's this new thing out. I want to be the, you know, I'm, I'm a lover of tech. I love new tech and things like that. So I'm one of those. And I'm, and I'm not trying to, and I don't want to say that to tell anybody that there's anything wrong with that. Not if you're one of those guys that have one of those new iPads. I do. I have right. one of those great, big, giant, new, brand new iPads. You know, if you're one of those guys that has one of those, doesn't make you a bad person. Sure. You know? But I think what truly is, is where are your priorities? You know, right. are you putting that, that brand new iPad up on a pedestal that this is the thing that's most important to you right now? Is that brand new car what's most important to you right now? Is doing everything and anything you can to get that bigger house more important to you right now? Or is what's important to you, you know, doing exactly what you did, seeing the need of somebody else and helping that person and filling that need without any thought of reward to yourself? Right. So often there are people that, that are out there that will do these things, but they're like, what's in it for me? Right. Sure, I'll help, but what do I get? Do I get lunch out of the deal? You know, mm-hmm. you're going to take me out to dinner. Is breakfast going to be provided? Will there be coffee yeah. there? You know, everyone wants to know is what's in it for me. You know, am I going to get yeah. to go up on stage and have my name read? Am I going to get to have my credits, my name in the credits? You know, those kinds of things. Um, you know, and that's, that, that's what I see the most happening. You know, and I see that with young guys nowadays. I see that with high school kids. You know, if I ask someone to do, do me a favor, like, do I get extra credit for doing me a favor? You know, no, <laughs> you know, you get to finish the day. You get to, yeah, you In get class. to finish the day. Um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. It's, but those, but our society has kind of shaped us to that. It's all about, you know, what are you driving? What do you have? What, are, you know, what are you wearing? You know, who are you wearing? You know, that kind of a thing. And, and the, the, the world has just gotten so crazy and just gotten so jumbled up in itself about being all into itself that we forget that what we're really here for is to build that kingdom of heaven, you yeah. know, build God's house. You know, and, and this other thing. So when I was a kid, you know, I always saw my dad or other people when they were busy, you know, back when I was growing up, pagers were, were something, you know, you get a beep and you know, they'd have to, I gotta go take this. They walk out of the room. Very important. I said, Oh, that's, that's power. That's status. That's what a man is, you know, an adult, is supposed to do not man or woman because you know i saw plenty of both you know my aunt would get a page and she's excuse me i need to go find a phone 
and they walk off and do something. And, you know, it's just being busy. And I was like, oh, so if you have a busy calendar, you're important. You've arrived. You know, having people that need you for ideas, questions, you know, answers, things like that, that's that's status, especially out here in, you know, Southern California. And, uh, you know, you, you see a lot of these pastors, especially at Saddleback Church now, I've seen a bunch that are going out and meeting with people that may or may not have been in the plan for the day. And I'm like, well, that's cool that they can do that because now I'm older. I'm um, my own man and I work and, you know, I have people that need me for things and they're paging me and email, well, not paging me, but, you know, they're, pay, they're calling me or emailing me and stuff like that. And if I was a kid and I saw myself today, I'd be like, wow, hey, buddy, you've arrived. I'm so excited. That's what I, you know, I've done exactly what I want. But then I would now tell my younger self, that's not what life's all about. It's not about being busy. It's not about filling up your weekends with chores and, you know, agendas and things like that. It's about serving others. It's really important that you get yourself right with God and that you're building up his house. And how do we build up his house? By serving others, by doing what he commands us to do. Right. And that's really where we need to be spending our focus. Now, I'm not saying go out and quit your job by any means and become a missionary, but maybe it's time that we reprioritize our lives a little bit. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, I don't know. That's really all I had no, to say. No, that. dude, that is, that is great. I absolutely love that. You know, I wish that there was so much more of that in this world. I think if there, we were more focused on building God's house, there'd be so many less houses falling down, you know, and mm -hmm. don't mean to be super metaphorical with that, but you know, you see these kids come in, like I see kids come into my class, one out of every 10 have both parents at home, you mm -hmm. know, houses that are just falling down. You're always hearing about some guy, you know, who's losing his job or losing his house. You know, we went through that big depression, you know, it was the recession hit us. It was amazing. You know, it was horrible. A lot of these things happened. And it hurt those people who put so much focus into getting the home that they really couldn't afford, mm -hmm. you know. And then the recession hits, and they're like, I can't afford this house anymore. Then they're Chasing the home. American dream, Exactly, right? you know. We're chasing the American dream when we need to be chasing God, right? you know. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a patriot. I love America. You know, I think it's the greatest country on earth. But I don't mean to say that stop chasing the American dream is to be unpatriotic. But we need to start chasing God. Yeah. I mean, it's only printed on our currency in God exactly. we trust. Right? In God We're we founded trust. on you certain know, beliefs. Instead, it's, you know, the way that you look at it now, people think in banks we trust, you know. And that right. has proven to be, a, you know, a castle on a, on a beach, you know. You know right. A castle in the sand that's easily able to fall down. You know, give me the shack on a rock any day, man. Yeah. You know, any day. Dude, that's great. That's good stuff. I really, I really like this verse, and I hope that I hope that you guys out there listening, that it resonates with you. You know, it resonates with you because we're in the middle of this. You know, we're we're both two guys. Dave and I are both two guys who are young guys. You know, young marrieds. We're looking to start families, have kids, and buy homes. So we're right in the thick of that. You know, we we can't just sit here and think, no, you know what, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna stay in this one bedroom apartment and have three children. You know, or we're gonna give up our dreams of having children because. Well, we don't want to frivolously spend our money and go buy a big house, so we need to not have kids so we can stay here and live cheaply. You know, that's that's not what it is. That's not what the answer is. That's not what's right. going on. 
you know, we, we will get bigger houses, you know, room for our children to grow and to have good lives. And we will do what we can financially to take care of our families and our spouses and our kids and loved ones, you know, and ourselves and those kinds of things. But what I really like, you know, what you pointed out about this is, is where are your priorities? You know, I, I, I like that the most. Yeah. So. And, you know, I've always heard from people, I think even uh, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, the man who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he said that in order to get something, you need to give something. You right. need to give that same thing. And, you know, if you want more time, you got to give more time. Right. If you want money, you need to give money. And, you know, even Rick Warren has said that same, very same thing. You know, if you want something, you just have to give it. And you know what? We can be servants when we're giving our time, giving our money, when we're giving our abilities and skill sets. I mean, there are people out there that all they really need is someone with your skill set. I need some, you know, I need a young, abled man or woman who can pick this up and help me carry it in the house. Mm -hmm. Or I need someone to help me get this out of my house. Mm -hmm. And you're serving the Lord Mm -hmm. and you're doing it with intentions of not being paid, not being rewarded. Because, you know, God tells us he's going to give us treasures in heaven for how we act and what we do here on earth. And, you know, those rewards are going to be so much better than what we could get here. I mean, I could say, Josh, could you come over and help me today and I'll buy you the latest tech invention that you want. Or I could not give you anything. God can notice it. And he can give you treasures in heaven. Now, I know it's it's difficult now because we don't know what those treasures in heaven will look like. Right. But I can only imagine what they're going to be like, just like the song. And by, by all means, I'd rather have that than a new iPad, a new computer, a new house, a new something. Something that's going to fall and not last here on earth. I mean, look at everything that we get. It all ends up in a landfill eventually. And those treasures in heaven are going to be with us for all eternity. Mm-hmm. And talking about just something that'll last, I'd rather do that a hundred times down. And, it, and a lot of times I just have to keep my focus. That's what I want. I don't want this earthly thing. I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay, maybe I want it a little bit. Okay, now it's really looking good. But you really have to focus yourself on what's most important. And, you know, I, I'm, I struggle with it myself. So I'm always praying, God, help me, help me, help me. Yeah. Help me see. Give me eye. You know, open my eyes. Tell me. You know, give me an ear to hear. Give me. Uh, open my heart to the opportunities you put in front of me every single day, so that I can serve you and serve others, and tell everyone about this great news that you've got going on. You know, make it here on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Amen. So. That's right. Well, anyway. Well, thank you. Yeah. Man, this is good. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing it's nice and hot in this room. Um, yeah. Our air conditioner really is terrible. Yeah. It's it's quite fine. So, all right, guys. Um, I'm going to let Josh tell you how you can get a hold of us because he does such a great job with that. He then what I'll do is I'll go ahead and make close us up with prayer. And then um, we'll let you go. So, Josh, right. there's so many ways. How so does one ways. get a hold of someone like us? Well, first off, you can find us on Facebook at Two Men in a Bible. You can definitely find us there. And if you do find us there, please comment and like our page and be sure to friend us and follow us. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Two Men in a Bible. Just type in at Two Men in a Bible and you will find us there as well. Um, how's that working out? Are the people... Uh, yeah, it's going good. No, it really is going good. Um, 
actually thanks to my cousin Mitchell he's got a few of his friends now engaged in it and and uh, it, it really is going good I'm enjoying it it's, yeah. it's nice maybe to we gotta see do that, that periscope thing I hear that network periscoping up would Twitter. be pretty we cool we could periscope like one of, of our fun. recordings you know we could do that but yeah. we are we are working our way up to YouTube Hey, you know, that's kind of I our like end that. game here, guys. Is we're gonna we're gonna start becoming a YouTube channel, so you guys will be able to see us live every week. Oh snap! But that for means those you guys of you can who comment and talk to us whilst right. we are working, that's right. While we're going, that would be something pretty amazing. Um, you know, but also at the same time, we'll take that audio and still throw it onto a podcast, so that way you guys can have us that way too. Uh, yeah. If you do want to email us directly, which we always want to hear your prayer requests, we want to hear comments, ideas, feelings, what things are making you think about, Even and new some, verses. I know, mean, we could always yeah, use some help verses, if you guys got always. something that's good or a good topic. Yeah. We want to hear what's going on. Stress off of us trying to figure out what we're going to talk right. about this next week. Yeah, we want to hear what's going on in your guys' lives. You know, not just what's going on with us or what God's put in our heart, but where are you at? What are you guys mm-hmm. facing and struggling with? And the way to email us is by emailing us at two men podcast at gmail.com. The number two men podcast at gmail.com. That's going to go ahead and do it for us. Uh, Dave, you want to go ahead and close us up in some prayer? I would be happy to. And then we will get on out of here. That's right. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and this time that we have together. Thank you that we have uh, wonderful listeners who. Uh, give us this opportunity to share and open their hearts and their uh, to you god we just ask that you be with us on this daily day on uh, this daily uh, regimen that we have and you know how busy our lives can be we ask that uh, you help us focus our minds and our attention on the opportunities you put in front of us we ask that you free up our time so that way we can follow you more closely that we can see what it is that uh, you've created us for and that we can use that purpose in an appropriate manner to serve you and not just ourselves we ask that you help us refocus our day and not just fill it up with tasks and honeydew lists and to-dos and goal you know uh, selfish goals but that we can serve others and truly work to make this world that we live in as it is in heaven. We thank you again for all that you do. We ask you to be with us this week and bring us all back next week for another wonderful episode. Thank you again, God, all as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so right. much, well, guys. Thank you, folks, for joining us uh, for Two Men in the Bible. I'm David. And I'm Josh. And we will catch you on the flip side. Yeehaw.